Welcome to Talking Baloney. Calvin Coco Pop. This is Boosie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> What's going on? No script allowed. What are you, some kind of bot? Come on, people. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're pickle, you gotta give him a pickle, right? <laughs> I want to be a movie star. Wow, that sounds so interesting. Fresh and quick. Part of the Baloney Nation. You guys still there? <laughs> wow, man, it gets it gets me to the bone every time, every time. <laughs> I will I will tell you, I had two slices of Pudgy's pizza today. You did, I did, and uh, it was from the uh, location in Pennsylvania, well, almost near the Pennsylvania border. And I will say it was a little overcooked. Oh, come on now, it's still delicious, <laughs> <laughs> but a tad bit overcooked. But that's okay. You know, that's okay. You can never go wrong with Pudgy's Pizza. Even when it's overcooked, undercooked, oversauced, it doesn't matter. It's Pudgy's Pizza. Hot and fresh. Hot and fresh, American icon. <laughs> well, he is Jim Deasy. I am the big guy. This yeah, is Talking Baloney. Live. Live. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in yeah. your secret bunker. Yeah, we're bringing out the advertisements. Boom, right there. Looks great. You know, you too can buy yourself a talking baloney uh, sign for the for your backdrop for your next Zoom call or Google Meet call for work. And why not? Why not advertise with talking baloney? Huh? Yeah, we ain't gonna pay you. <laughs> makes sense to me. Why wouldn't you? Advertise for us for free. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Oh, well. Maybe. So, I <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. We have uh, something that came up a few times over the course of the last 42 episodes. Is, <laughs> okay. Uh, whenever superheroes come up, there's always a discussion, and we, we kind of dive into it, but we don't get too far. So I thought today we would address the superhero issue. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we should start with you explaining your stance on uh, superheroes. <laughs> if 2020 can't get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So I believe that a superhero is a character that was born into it, meaning he has the blood life of a superhero, a.k.a. Superman born into it uh gray area skirting superhero would be the hulk he was more like you know exposed to gamma rays blah 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 he's now the superhuman being when he gets mad i could buy that i'm okay with that superheroes spider-man he's you know bitten by a spider depending on whether you follow the comic book or the movie and listen i'm not a superhero comic book anything i'll never pretend to be you know i know all this and you know because <laughs> uh anybody that knows me will tell you yeah that's not my thing <laughs> <laughs> but i can buy into the spider-man character you know he got bit by a spider um other than though i did see a spider-man movie where he had a machine that shot the webs out of his hands i didn't get that but uh maybe you can shed some light on that because i if i remember right in the comic book he was built bit by a spider and yes. he was able to shoot webs from his hands. Uh, no, actually, he oh. uh, he was a science student, so that was one of his things. Is he was a a, a brainiac, a bookworm. He wasn't very popular. Mm. Got bit by the spider, and he developed scientifically his own web shooters. Oh, so uh, the one series of movies they did make the web shooters organic part of him, mm-hmm. but that was against the uh, the comic book legend. Legend. Okay. So I would have to say there, though, organically shooting webs out of your hand is more realistic than a machine. Pew, pew, shooting webs out of it. I don't know. (laughs) But listen, again, I will say Spider-Man. I'm okay with the Spider-Man character. I like the character. I like the fact that he's just trying to defend the little people. You know, he's trying to do the right thing. He was bitten by something. So he has some powers. Okay, so now, let's let's try to let's, break this down a little bit. We'll, we'll go step by step. All right. 
first thing you have is Superman is born with it. Is your born uh, with it. Okay. Every other superhero pretty much gets it from like an accident or something along those lines. Yes. But there is a thing called mutants, which are okay. the X-Men. And they are okay. born with it. So I, I like the mute. I, okay. So mutant one or whatever you want to call it was, I get it. You know, they're showing me all this stuff and here's, here's where the line gets blurred with superheroes. You got the mutants, you got Superman, you got Wonder Woman, you got, you know, Spider-Man, the Incredible Hulk, all these people that are all basically every superhero movie is the same damn movie with a different character. Well, sure. World's coming to an end, but (laughs) in, in, okay, perfect example in, you know, uh, Spider-Man, where was everybody else to help him out? (laughs) In the mutant movie, where was Superman? (laughs) Yeah, you've got a point there, but you have to assume they're all trying to save the world in their own way at the same time Mm -hmm. in different adventures. But also, I mean, so what you talked about is it's all basically the same movie. Well, that's called a superhero movie. (laughs) Kind of like, you know, a movie about the Godfather is a lot like other gangster movies because they're all gangster movies. (laughs) I feel like we're touching a nerve here. Oh, no, we're just getting started, man. We got a whole show to go. You mentioned uh, Wonder Woman. Yes. I don't even know what I don't I don't even know what her superpower was. What was she was she born with it? Yes. Okay, so I'm cool. She's uh it's almost like the Greek mythology. She's like from this uh small island where I don't know if they're gods per se, but there's some tie into Greek mythology. Okay. They're, They're Amazonians. Okay. So that's like the whole Aquaman and all that. I get that, you know, he was kinda like the, the right. mythology stuff going on there. But I'm going to have to draw the line at one particular superhero. Yeah. Do you, do you have your uh, Pez dispenser with you? <laughs> I do not. Okay. But, I mean, let's – hey, listen. I have gummy worms, and this my, this is about the same equivalent of, of that superhero's superpowers right here. Yeah. This is the has the equivalent superpowers of Batman right here. This gummy okay. worm – the same superpowers <laughs> as Batman. <laughs> now, before we get into Batman, let's let's break this down a little bit more. Okay. You're saying uh, this is also kind of falls into the believability. believability. Correct. Yes. All right. So this is a big thing for you with movies. It's kind of why you hate Harry Potter. Yes. I got to be able to believe the movies. Now, I can – and I know people are going to say – but you believe a superhero was created on another planet and he was shot to Earth? Yes, I can believe that. I've been alive for a while. It's stuff probably going <laughs> on right now. <laughs> okay. Harry Potter, Bobo Baggins, all these guys. It, it, no, it doesn't exist but in books. <laughs> and it should stay in books. So what <laughs> makes Superman more believable than Batman? Okay, so super Superman, his mother and father, superpowers, they're on a super planet. Planet blows up, they're trying to save the kid. They send the kid knowing he's got superpowers. You know, they send him with a backstory. You will save the world one day. Boom, shoot him off to Earth. Rest is history. Batman, mom and dad get killed outside of a movie theater. He's got a lot of money left over from mom and dad. Doesn't know what to do with it, so he starts to develop little toys. <laughs> okay. I, I, I think I think people forget that Batman, you know, he's living off mom and dad's money, mom and dad's legacy. I don't know how accurate that is, but <laughs> what makes what makes it l- <laughs> so to a lot of people, it's impressive that he doesn't have superpowers and he's able to do what he does through. Uh, the years of training to become the best fighter in the world. The- and I, and you know, I like Batman. If I like Batman, if you said he was just a crime fighter, he was like, uh, if you do, said do Batman, you know the, uh, the title of the comic book that he first starred in was it the crime fighter it was detective comics. 
he was initially and always has been, you know, the greatest detective. And you know what? I can buy that. I'm buying right into that right now. You would ha- I would buy all the comic books that say that. I just can't believe that Batman is a superhero. He's a he's a good fella. He's a good Samaritan. He's a good detective. He's a overall good guy. <laughs> he's a developer. He's the Bill Gates of crime fighting. Okay, there is the Wayne Foundation. He does a lot of uh, charitable stuff. See, Bill Gates, all over. It's Bill Gates. But right, I don't, th- I don't think we should mention it. Bill Gates. He's not too popular these days. Oh, all right. We won't talk about Bill Gates. Yeah, we don't talk Elon... politics or religion. Elon Musk. Oof. It's another worse. one. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say the guy from Apple. Uh, he's dead, so he might be a safe one. Steve Jobs. Okay, let's go. Let's say Steve Jobs. I would compare Steve Jobs to the Wayne Foundation. Same thing. Developed the iPhone. He developed the Bat Suit and the Bat Cave and all the other stuff. The Bat Cave is kind of like the Apple headquarters. <laughs> you know, I could see the I could see the similarities here. But I'm telling okay. you, I I believability. I see Batman as like he developed all these things. Like if. If Batman got shot in an alleyway and he wasn't wearing the bat suit, he's probably going to die. And that's where I draw the line with superheroes. Like, Superman doesn't need a suit. He doesn't need a suit. It's under his suit. It's part of him. You know, Wonder Woman. I don't know if Wonder Woman is bulletproof or not, but I could be wrong on that one. But she, uh, her, it, she, she has the bracelets that are bulletproof. Oh, yeah. Ping, 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 ping. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know it. <laughs> <laughs> And she's got the lasso. <laughs> yes. But I, listen, Bruce Wayne's got all the toys in the world. Batman's got all the toys in the world. And for those that don't know it, folks, Bruce Wayne is Batman. I'm just saying it. <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But listen, so... I, I believe that everybody, you know, people that want to believe Batman's a superhero, you go ahead and believe. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna smack down on Batman fans as much as I'm gonna smack down on Harry Potter fans. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you want to attack Batman and Harry Potter in the same episode. No, we, no, no. So I, I, not... don't get me wrong. I like Batman. I do like the movies. I, you know, the one was a little iffy, but I still think Ben Affleck is not. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm definitely not a fan of Ben Affleck as Batman. I was all about Michael Keaton as Batman. And you put Batman and you put any movie with Jack Nicholson or with uh, Jack Nicholson in it. Gold. Sure. <laughs> How would you feel about the Christian Bale Batman? You know, Heath, after Heath seeing Ledger him, as the Joker, I loved Heath Ledger as the Joker. Yeah, fantastic. At Christian Bale, you know, he's not bad when he doesn't. I, like, he was okay because he didn't talk much. But after seeing American Psycho <laughs> and then seeing him as acting as Batman, that's 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 troubling. <laughs> <laughs> So now you're judging superheroes on other roles that they've played. (laughs) I mean, listen, if I say Superman, who's the first actor you think of? Oh, Christopher Reeves. Yeah, I don't even know what the other guy's name is. All I know is (laughs) Superman, Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Wonder Woman, Linda Carter. (laughs) They didn't really have other roles, though. That was kind of a... (laughs) Christian Bale is a great actor. He... He did one of those terrible Terminator movies that we like don't talk about. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> yeah, listen, he's not a bad actor. He's done some good good movies and stuff, but he just I don't know, man. He wasn't. It wasn't my. I I I like the fact that you know he really he gets in. You know how I feel about people that get into the role, and he got into his role, and I like I give him credit for that. And he didn't. They didn't over dialogue his character. Right. You know, I like that. I don't know you about know, this a, a lot of people. A lot of people feel those movies were so good because of the believability. It didn't take place in this make-believe Gotham City with all these fake buildings. It took place in like real city. It was still Gotham City, but they filmed it in like Chicago. Yeah, I, I definitely like the Christian Bale Batman's better than a lot of them. You know, I'm still a fan of the Michael Keaton. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a sucker for the first ones. But I love I love anything with Michael Keaton in it. Ever since you know, you know, Beetlejuice, Mr. Dad, all those movies, Mr. Mom, or whatever, Mr. all those Mom. movies, Mr. Mom should be Mr. Dad. I mean, let's all be honest. 
<laughs> That's a whole other issue. Uh, we're going to take a break. Right. We're going to talk some more superhero stuff because we got like another segment to fill. But, we'll, oh, is that talking baloney? Oh, oh, talking baloney travel mug, folks. Oh, how Bam. do you get one of those? You just got to go to the uh, go to the site and order it. Bam. Talkabaloney.com. No. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, look, right there. Right right behind us. <laughs> or you can get a mask. Yeah. Or a Talkabaloney mask. Hey, I, we're, hats are coming, folks. Or we're going to have hats? Oh, we're going to have hats. Nice Ooh. little scully cat hats. Hats. Uh, <laughs> I'm work. We're I'm working out. We're gonna work out some new T-shirts. We're gonna get some. Heck, you want some socks with talking talking baloney on it? Do Done. I. Done. <laughs> Decals <laughs> for your car. Yeah. Now we're talking. Got it. We'll make them. You know what? You know it looks better than well. You know. You know. I got the little pet sticker on your window. Your house says, "In case of fire, we have this many." Bam. We get you a talking baloney one. In case of fire, notify Talking Baloney. They're not going to help you, but you got the sticker. It's a great show to listen to while you're around a campfire. So yeah, while your house is burning down. I yeah, really break out the marshmallows, no. listen to Talking Baloney, enjoy the show. In your and you know what? While you're watching the campfire, that Talking Baloney travel mug will keep your coffee nice and warm. What kind of coffee? Jimbo Joe's coffee. Jimbo Joe's. Jimbo Joe's. Coming to you live 2029, possibly. Maybe. Jim Deasy. Hey, the big guy. Hey, did you hear the news? I was going to ask you. I, I was just hearing everyone's talking about this Buzzsprout. Yeah. Listen, we do a podcast. We do. A lot of people a lot of people want to do a podcast. Oh, but there's tons. no other way to do your podcast without using Buzzsprout. It'd be stupid They're, to not use Buzzsprout. They are legit with helping you start your podcast and getting your platform out there to everybody. Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Maybe Sirius XM one day. Who knows? Maybe. You can they can even get you on Amazon's new podcast service, part of Amazon Music. And if you pay for two months of Buzzsprout, you're gonna get a twenty dollar uh-huh. Amazon gift card that you can use for stuff at Amazon. It's and we amazing. All know. So if you want to start a, a podcast, all you have to do it's is click do on it. the link in the show notes that attached mm-hmm. to this very episode. Follow Absolutely. that link, sign up, enjoy Buzzsprout, do do yes. your own thing. Yes. If you it's, had to do it again, what what kind of podcast would you do? Yeah, you know I. You know we might go way down the other end of the spectrum, <laughs> but we'd probably have to change our identities. <laughs> yeah, that's the beauty of our podcast. We don't talk we politics don't, and religion. No politics, no religion. But you know what? Buzzsprout will get you out there. And that's the whole point of a podcast. Jim Deasy. Man, I'm telling you that I I got to be able to find that on, on iTunes someplace. <laughs> that's a jamming, that's a jamming intro. Yeah. Well, I'll have to do a, a special mix with some of our sound bites and then, then we can put it on iTunes and, Act like we actually Ooh. made the song ourselves, <laughs> <laughs> folks. That's the that's the big guy right there. That's the man. That's the man behind all the motion that goes on for this show, right there. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking superheroes. Yes, we had a pretty lengthy discussion in the first segment. We yep. we kind of broke down the believability issue that you have. Yes, um, we talked mostly about Superman and Batman, but you know that's DC comics. Then there's Marvel okay. comics. Oh, yeah, that's Mar- another hole. I, I- Marvel <laughs> is the Avengers. Oh, yes. Captain so, America. Let's start with Captain America. What do you think of Captain America? He's a good American. True. He's a good American. Uh, is, was he born with his superpowers? No. So okay. did, you, did you see uh, his first movie? I did. Oh, wait, he's trained. He's trained that way. 
He's uh, injected with the super soldier serum, which okay. takes him from being like five foot eight to six foot two, and he gains like seventy pounds of muscle and becomes like the world's greatest uh, soldier. Oh yeah, this is that movie they wanted me to be a stunt double for him, and I was like, unfortunately, I'm a little busy right now and I uh, can't do it. But uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the fact that I, he could be a superhero because he's been injected with something. Kind of falls along the line with like the Incredible Hulk. So you're okay with it when it's a superpower that has a good explanation behind it. Correct. I like that. I like that analogy. Okay, because Captain America is like a really good uh, superhero. Like the movies are really good. He's kind of, I mean, for years, everyone was like, you can't do Captain America as a movie because the character is like too goody two shoes. He's too he's, like, we want ah, gritty and dark, but. He's, he's chiseled too, man. <laughs> they, they made him like a character that works. Mm-hmm. People love Captain America and it's incredible. You know what? I rocked a Captain America shield on my on my phone for a long time as wallpaper. There you go. You know, I can I can believe I can believe Captain America. And, so, Incredible uh, Hulk, you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. What what more do you think about the Hulk? I I go back to the you know the the first Hulk with you know David Banner and uh, what was his name the actor uh, Bruce Bixby. Bruce, yeah, yeah, that's it. I just remember how sad it was at the you know when the show was over of just him thumbing <laughs> a ride, <laughs> you know. Lou Ferrigno, you remember is that? The Hulk. Uh yeah, Lou Ferrigno is the Hulk, and I. But I just I know that like there wasn't so much you know there was maybe a five second action scene in in the TV show. You know, his fights were his <laughs> pretty much identical to the fights they would have on the A team. Usually, a guy yeah. would get. Th- thrown over the camera yep <laughs> and uh it'd be over uh, but i i you know i i like the hulk character this last hulk well the one hulk that i saw that had uh the guy from uh american history x in it as the as the uh ed norton. actor ed norton uh was it the ed norton one what's the one where the general is chasing the general's chasing him. He's like this. The Hulk is this gigantic character that hops everywhere he goes. Okay, that was probably the Ang Lee directed Hulk movie with the Australian actor whose name I don't remember at the moment. Okay, that's the one I didn't like. Yeah, no one liked that one. It was bad. You remember Nick Nolte was in it? Yeah, yes, that's right. Yes. As his father, and like the whole last scene was like this metaphysical. I don't yeah. even know what to describe it. It was. <laughs> It was awful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it all comes down to Iron Man. I say that because Iron Man is, by your definition, just a guy who has money like Batman. Yes. Iron Man so, and Batman are the same character. And therefore you don't like Iron Man? So I like Iron Man. Okay. And, and don't get me wrong, folks. I do like Batman movies. I just don't like the premise that people call Batman a superhero. Just like I'm going to say, I love the Iron Man movies. Just don't like the fact that people call him a superhero because he's not a superhero. He made the suit. I get it. He's got the little heart, <laughs> little heart condition where, you know, the thing. But, you know, with all the technology he has to build the suit, why couldn't he just take the splinter away from his heart? Uh... That's a really good question. I think it has whatever the suit does to keep him alive is keeping uh-huh. the shred o- o- away from his heart, I think. But we have all this technology to shoot rockets and stuff out of our hands. I just this is see folks, this is where I I'm the, the line is being blurred here because <laughs> if he now, just <laughs> This is a guy who made a suit that allows him to fly and destroy objects and go into space and your biggest issue is the stuff with the heart isn't believable. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the whole like operating system in the in the headset, you know, like boom in the screen. Yeah. He's in his he's in his bachelor pad, reaching up, sliding screens over, and he's doing this and doing that, and but he can't get that little splinter away from the heart. I just, <laughs> I'm 
I got a problem with that, but I like the movie. But see, if he was a superhero, that splinter would have never got close to his heart. I'm just saying. Okay. Maybe we need to redefine superhero. By most standards, superhero is uh, defined by their actions, what they do. They do Correct. heroic deeds. Okay. And they do them in a way that is beyond what a normal person could do. Like a hero in the regular world would be a fireman. Doctors, right. nurses. EMT, first responders. Yep. Sales A superhero. Yeah. A, <laughs> a superhero does the same thing, but on a larger scale with like abilities beyond normal people. Okay. And I like that analogy beyond, you know, with abilities, you know, above normal people. Right. You know, but in the case of Batman and Iron Man, if you take their suits off, they're just normal people. Would you say Brock Lesnar is a normal person? No, he's that's uh that's the beast. That's the beast incarnate. Right. <laughs> but he but Brock Lesnar is a normal person. <laughs> oh, he is a normal person. Yes, he he's a phenom, but he's not the Undertaker phenom, but he's a phenom. And I will say that, you know, Brock Lesnar, you know, unfortunately he's skin. <laughs> muscle, lots of muscle. <laughs> but he doesn't wear a suit. <laughs> no, but, you know, I was, I was saying if he put a suit on, he probably could uh, stop crime. That would be a badass Batman. Brock Lesnar <laughs> is Batman? Tell me you wouldn't oh, go yeah. see that. <laughs> Brock Lesnar as Batman. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm ticket. already sold. Yeah, I, I just bought my ticket. I just made the... Yeah. I, I don't even there. care if the movie's 10 minutes long. I'll wait an hour to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we wrap up the superhero, let's uh, just do kind of a quick association. Okay. I'm going to name some superheroes. You you give me your first impression and your ultimate decision if they're like a good, you know, a good okay. superhero or like you don't buy it. I like it. I like it. Green Lantern. Not buying it. Really? <laughs> no. No, because you know why, and I'm gonna back. I'm gonna back this up with, with facts. Oh, facts. Now, it depends on which Green Lantern you're watching, but the Green Lantern was always the the other guy doing all the work. Huh? What Green Lantern came out? The guy that smokes all the weed on all his movies. Oh, you're, you're thinking of the Green Seth Hornet. Rodin. Oh, okay. All right, I take it back. Wrong movie. <laughs> Green Lantern was. Uh, well, in the movies, it was Ryan Reynolds. That's right. A.K.A. The, uh, the uh, Deadpool guy, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So Green Lantern, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say okay. Not 100% digested in the character, but uh, I'll go okay. And now if we were going to go the other, the Green Hornet, I'm done. No, not even, not even remotely. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, Green Hornet, I had no expectations to talk about that today. But <laughs> since you brought him up. Okay. Green Hornet was a, uh, a Batman-type character. Uh, his TV show in the 60s was exactly like the Batman TV show of the 60s, and Bruce Lee played uh, Kato. Okay. And so the claim to fame there is Bruce Lee as Kato, and then Seth Rogen did the movie a few years ago, and what you're saying is his sidekick, uh -huh. playing the Bruce Lee role, did all the work, and yeah. Seth Rogen didn't do anything. He didn't do nothing. <laughs> I guess but that's they, what made the movie funny. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that movie wasn't really a serious take on it. Okay, all right. <laughs> How about The Flash? Now, now you're talking like uh, Flash Gordon, right? No. Uh, the Flash. It, he just had seven years oh, on TV. Like, he's, the guy, <laughs> he's the guy with super speed, right? Yes. Super fast. <laughs> Fastest man on the planet. Now, he has his speed from... How did he get his superpower? Uh, well, basically a, a lab accident. Lightning okay. struck a bunch of chemicals and doused him in the chemicals. And Well, I will boom. say this. If I could get doused in some of that stuff, I'd be, I'd be happy. <laughs> I'll play one season for the Giants or somebody, even if they are, even if they are trash. <laughs> so, so I'll go... Superhero. <laughs> but if you were given the same powers, you would use it to play football. Oh, heck yeah. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> I, the contracts are bigger. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Guarantee. Imagine me at the Columbine. Like this, this guy just ran the. What was it? He just ran the whatever. Like the four zero and point two. <laughs> he, he ran it in a flash. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm here uh, all week. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Uh, how about uh, Wolverine? I like Wolverine's character. As long as they never change it from Hugh Jackman. Well, I, th- I think he's done. But he-, he played the character like 11 times, so he's probably okay to be done. As long as they do a cameo explaining how they're changing it off of Hugh Jackman, I'm okay <laughs> with that. But they can't just introduce a new Wolverine guy or girl without explaining how it happened. Okay. Uh, and I'm okay with and I'm okay with Hugh Jackman being a superhero because he was genetically modified, you know. Well, he's a mutant as well. He's a mutant. And we're all somewhat of a mutant anyway, all of us. <laughs> we just haven't figured out what our power is yet. <laughs> Ooh. That sounds like a good idea for a comic book. Uh-huh. What's my superpower? Just everyone's follow- got powers and they just the problem is that what- half the people don't know what it is. You just don't know what it is until you're provoked or something happens to activate it. Right. Oh, that's got that's got that's what, what got you, blockbuster five stars written all over it. What if you could fly, but the only way you'll find out is if you jump off a building? I do it. And then if you're wrong, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you're right, yeah. hey, you can fly. But if I'm right, look out, book <laughs> deals here they come. <laughs> oh. Play for the Giants. <laughs> Play for the Giants. <laughs> Like this guy runs so fast, he never touches the ground. <laughs> Look, he threw it to himself and caught it. Uh, well, seeing as how you haven't known too many of these other superheroes, I don't know how many more I'm going to name. But how about the Fantastic Four? Okay. <sighs> They've had three movies in the last yeah, 10 years. I, I, I like the Stone guy. The Thing. Um, the Thing. I don't understand the guy that catches fire all the time. And I like the stretch guy. Actually, I'm going to say I like the Fantastic Four movie because it's got a little bit of a... I like different characters. Yes. They're different. I like the stretch guy. Uh, the Is it Jessica Biel or whatever? She disappears. Jessica Alba. Uh, Jessica Alba. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too many Jessicas in TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I think we covered uh, a lot of ground, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure I understand your superhero take any more than I did before, but maybe a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, Listen, I, I welcome the Baloney Nation to let me know what they think. Oh, I, I hope we hear from the Baloney Nation. I love the fact that I mentioned the Flash, and you went Flash Gordon. Oh, I, I, I mentioned Green Lantern, and you went Green Hornet. These are not <laughs> these are not the well-known characters, but... It's awesome. Uh, Flash Gordon was probably one of my favorite movies of all time. I've got it on Blu-ray. Ah, uh, I will so borrow that someday. Definitely. <laughs> we'll be back with Baloney Nation right after yes. this. Taking some coffee break. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Jim the Beezy. big guy. Hey. Are you, are you ready for Baloney Nation? I am, but I do want to point out real quick, these gummy worms are frozen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little cold in your uh, secret bunker. It is, but I dressed for it tonight. I got the thermals on, I got the hoodie on. <laughs> <laughs> so, if, as usual. Mm-hmm. Two cups of coffee. Two, two cups? Oh, boy. Two. Two full thermal. I ain't going to bed tonight. <laughs> if you want to be a part of Baloney Nation, you can call us at 585-484-1770. And it just so happens we have a phone call. Woohoo! Yes! Oh, yeah! This is the Macho King of the Baloney Nation calling in to talk to Jim Dizzy and the big guy. 
Oh, yeah. I got a question for you this week. I want to know, what is your favorite Christmas song? And I don't want to hear anything, and nobody better say Jingle Bells, because in a pro wrestling world, that can be a bad thing. So we don't want to say anything about Jingle Bells. All right, we'll talk to you later. Have fun. Goodbye for now. Oh, yeah! That, of that's course, good... is the Macho King. I love it when he calls in. And that's a good <laughs> question, too. And Jingle Bells is definitely not my favorite Christmas song. Good. I don't know why he was so offended by it, but good. <laughs> so I have one that I really enjoy, and that's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And the only reason why I say... It's one of my favorites because when we were little kids and we used to wait for my grandfather to dress up as Santa Claus, my aunt and my mom, they used to take us around the, the corner, around the block by my grandparents' house and we used to sing Christmas carols. And that was about the only one that I ever learned the lyrics to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's just say we've overcomplicated Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were going to say Mariah Carey's Christmas song. but You know, honest to God, I can't stand that song. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it's like there's a couple Christmas songs out there, and I get it. There's spiritual meanings behind some of the things, but like that one Christmas song, Whose Child Is This? It's like, well, call CPS then. I don't know whose kid it is. <laughs> Do you remember the uh, the big controversy over Baby It's Cold Outside? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or the one a, where go, go ahead go ahead i was gonna say that was a pre-pandemic when you could spend a lot of time worrying about stupid stuff remember the one where it was like uh i saw mommy kissing santa claus or whatever and everybody was all <laughs> offended by that it's like come on we all listen for those that are younger than 10 years old that listen to our show santa claus <laughs> is real okay he does squeeze his fat butt right down that chimney and he comes right down there and puts the presents under the tree and don't let anybody tell you otherwise wow santa okay. claus is real he's <laughs> real to me damn it <laughs> uh so you know sometimes we get backed up on baloney nation and we get uh messages we don't get to right away uh-huh here's one from uh Response to the anniversary episode we did for you and Mel. Oh, wow. September 18th, I actually, folks. <laughs> I actually loved the Jim and Mel anniversary show. Can I ask, how did they first meet? Thanks. So I had a thing for Melly Mel's way back when. She didn't even know it yet. I had a thing for her, and I met her one night. Uh, I had a friend at the time take me to Phase Drugs where she worked. Now, if you folks remember, Phase Drugs moved through a phase of different things. <laughs> they were Eckerd's Drugs, and they got bought out by Rite Aid, and you know, you know the story from there. But Phase Drugs was back in the '80s, probably '70s, '80s, early '90s, and I went and saw her, and she didn't pay me the time of day at all. <laughs> <laughs> So I stalked her from that point. No, I didn't really stalk her, but I, you know, <laughs> I tried to woo her friendship uh, from that point. But that's how we met. We met in high school, and I met her originally. She was wearing a white lab coat working at Phase Drugs, and she still has her name tag from that job. Wow. And, uh, yeah, that's how I met her. Did you ever say it pays to shop at Phase? <laughs> Well, I shopped there and it paid for me. <laughs> well, in addition to hearing from Macho King, we have a the return of another kind of regular to Baloney Nation. It's Fun Fact Fontaine. Hmm? He writes, did you know the song The Touch from the original animated Transformers movie which was originally written but not used for another 80s film. That film? Cobra. Fun fact, fun fact. Really? Yeah. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, that would have been awesome in Cobra, but that song fit perfectly when they brought the white 
Optimus Prime back to life in the Transformers animation movie. It's it's weird that a song from a Transformers movie would have such a life and be like so popular. I can remember I remember sitting there with my with my brother Mad Dog when we were watching this movie and I remember we were all like teary eyed because they're like they killed Optimus Prime. <laughs> and then bam. You know, there was no spoiler alerts back then. When he died oh, in the no. movie, he was he, he was dead to us. He was dead. <laughs> yeah. Probably one of the more shocking things to ever happen in it. I mean, sure, they killed Bambi's mom, and, you know, every Disney movie had some kind of tragedy. But, <laughs> I mean, Optimus Prime was the reason you went to the movie. Yeah, I mean, we we all, you know, you have a feeling in the Bambi movie, Bambi's mom's going to die. You just got that feeling, even when you're we were, five years old. <laughs> you weren't there to see Bambi's mom. Yeah. You were there to the see Bambi. Was, it was called Bambi. So we knew Bambi's mom was probably going to get off during the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but Optimus Prime, Transform, he was the Transformer. <laughs> How do you kill the, the main actor? <laughs> who's the main guy? Yeah. Robot. Fan. <laughs> He was a man to me, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Our next question. Do you watch late night talk shows? I love Johnny Carson and David Letterman's early stuff on NBC. I also liked Arsenio in the 90s. (laughs) Listen, I liked Arsenio Hall. I like. I remember when he had Bill Clinton on there playing the saxophone. Oh, uh, yeah. I can remember that. I used to love. What was the other guy uh, at night? He used to smoke the cigarette. On <laughs> his Morton Downey Jr. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as the nighttime talk shows, I was a fan of Letterman. I like. I love Johnny Carson. Um, plus his sidekick there. Uh, the. Ed McMahon, yeah. I mean, who didn't love the Publishers Clearinghouse guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you had, uh, I was a fan of Jay Leno. Uh, he had a, he had a corniness on. to his humor. Yeah, he had a corniness yeah. to his humor. Yeah. This stuff that's going on right now, on I, I, I have a hard time watching. I Here's the problem I have with late night TV. You watch late night TV to get away from all the rigors and the moreau of the day. And if all you're going to do is rehash, it's like a 24-7 news station now where they just, the monologue and everything is just rehashing all the political crap that went on throughout the day, and you're trying to make it funny. And I think that's the same thing that's gone wrong with SNL for me. I, I was a fan of humor, creating humor, throwing a little politics in there every now and then, but not making it all about politics. And I think that's where I've lost the, the will to watch late night TV now, because that's all they do. Well, I, I don't know if it's fair to lump them all together. I, I would say Jimmy Fallon doesn't do nearly. So the Jimmy politics. Fallon does. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Okay, I should probably let me elaborate a little bit on that. Jimmy Fallon. I like Jimmy Fallon because he's still he's still political heavy on the monologue, but the rest of his show he does a lot of like there's some he does some old fashioned SNL stuff throughout his show, and I like right. that. Like I love the. You know, let's sing a you know the, like the romance songs or like Barack Obama that he does. You know, there let's do, you know, those are funny to me. Where he has like a right. drum off with somebody, and and yeah. I love the Roots. So yeah, I, I'm gonna take Jimmy Fallon out of that lumping of all the other groups that are out there. Everything is a political statement now, and I have a hard time with that. I just I want to watch SNL for. You know, the Chris Farley falling through. And I get it. Some of these people aren't on the show anymore. And some of them have passed away. And I'm going <laughs> to drink a sip for Chris Farley right now. I'd probably do a line of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> those guys did anything for a laugh. They grabbed themselves by the back of the neck, flipped themselves over, and break through a coffee table or through a window or whatever. And they were funny about it. They were skits that you could relate to because we all had a Chris Farley in our family. We all had, you know, you name a character on SNL, we all had it. We had the Chevy Chases. We had all those characters in our family growing up. It's Pat? It's Pat. We all had the character (laughs) in our family. But 
it's just I, I have a hard time with just just cramming you know i want to i want to watch something funny and i just don't want right. to talk about you know be reminded about how stupid things are right now <laughs> <laughs> well it'll be interesting I, to see let's say two years from now what mm-hmm. the comedy looks like if if things go back to the way they used to be or if everything stays so splintered because mm-hmm. it doesn't bode well for the long-term health of everyone to be like so divided but we don't talk no. politics or religion so moving nope. on what's All your right. ideal breakfast so listen fried wonder bar bologna the question was ideal breakfast (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, let me let me clarify we're talking breakfast fried wonder bar bologna (laughs) (laughs) wow with a egg over easy cooked in butter on a bagel toasted on a on a and i make that sandwich and i put a little salt and pepper on it maybe a little syrup um, but ideally my complete breakfast would be that fried bologna sandwich <laughs> and egg <laughs> with some French toast and some bacon. Wow. Oh yeah. Now you I, are, I, you're Mr. Breakfast. Uh, I love, uh, bre- we, I love we, breakfast we, any time of the day. <laughs> we've talked on the show for your wedding, the reception you guys had breakfast. Breakfast for dinner. That's we right. had sauces, links, fried bologna. It was actually an imported fried bologna at the time. Uh, we had eggs, bacon, French toast. It was everything under the sun there, not to mention the chocolate fountains yeah, for breakfast. That's right. <laughs> and uh, anyone who listens to the show knows, because we talk about it all the time, Waffle House is a, uh, is a destination for us. Skip uh, IHOP. Go right to Waffle House, folks. You will not be disappointed. And so my ideal breakfast would be the uh, double waffle from Waffle House with ample syrup and butter. That's all you need right there. And you know, Waffle House taught me grit. <laughs> that, true. Same here. I, I I got into the grits. We'd go to Waffle House and they would say, you know, do you want this or do you want grits? And I'm always like, yeah, you know what? Let's try the grits. Folks, you throw enough sugar and syrup in them grits, ah, they stick sticking right to the rib cage. Oh, or you can get them chopped or melted or smelted uh, or so you know, many I toppings. Always, I always get, what is it? The, uh, I forget what I get there, but it's the, uh, you get that giant know, they, piece of ham. Yeah. They bring out that big chunk of Virginia ham and yeah, oh my God, you eat that, the hash browns, the two or three eggs they put on my, I don't ask for all this, but they bring it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you order the biggest meal on the menu. <laughs> It's ten bucks. You can't go wrong. No, <laughs> my God. Where else? You, I could eat all three courses of meal in one sitting for ten bucks at, at Waffle House, and they keep bringing the coffee. Uh, and you go through uh, three or four cups of coffee. Heck yeah! And you know what? You, you the wait the waitresses are always super friendly. They the know best. they're working for that tip, and they deserve it, man. They're look at the work they're putting in, and you get to watch the food get cooked right in front of you. Yeah, and I'm I'm not talking Subway, facing the foods facing the opposite direction because you know, <laughs> I'm I'm talking I can see them cooking the food I see them pouring into the waffle irons, you know Subway they got it hidden behind the little lips so you can't see the roast beef that's from yesterday or the day before and they're mixing it with some of the stuff from today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one last question from Baloney Nation. This one yes. uh, very topical. We just got this in the the mailbox. What are your memories of Pat Patterson? Uh, it's the stu- it's I'm going to go back to probably the Stooges because although I did love that little that little the little uh, what was it maybe this this past year where he won the 24 seven title. That little that was that was yeah. funny. That was hilarious because they looked like a couple old guys that were just having a good time. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, it was like, you're a stooge. <laughs> <laughs> but I. You know, you cannot talk about wrestling without talking about Pat Patterson. You can't. Yeah. And if you, you haven't know, heard, Pat Patterson passed away this week. He's a legendary Hall of Fame wrestler. He was a commentator. Yep. He was a one of the main guys backstage. He's kind of known as the inventor of the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the wrestlers respected him. 
I think the memory that comes to mind for me was watching him on Legends House in the WWE Network. Oh, yes. I forgot about that show. Sergeant Slaughter and... uh, I was Hacksaw and Roddy Piper. Hacksaw, Roddy Piper. Jimmy Hart. Mean Gene Okerlund. And in the last episode, uh, Pat Patterson came out as gay. And then he sang My Way by Frank Sinatra in front of a group of people, which is like one of the things he'd always wanted to do. Yeah. It was pretty cool. They've used segments of that in his uh, highlight video this week. I saw the video on Twitter this week of him singing My Way. And, dude, I'll tell you what, that song and the other song there that uh, I can't remember the, the, the musician's name that sang it, where the, you know, the sky's a blue, clouds a white song. Dude. He nails it. Yeah. So, I mean, Pat, Pat nails it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, there, there wasn't, there wasn't one. Listen, you know, one thing I will say this, that gets, that gets my goat with Twitter. You got everybody memorializing Pat Patterson. There's always gotta be some a-hole that's gotta throw some stupid comment in there about some past, whatever, and blah, blah, blah. It's like people pick your time and place for crap. Yes. Yeah. My God, the guy's not even in the ground, and someone's—that stuff just gets my goat every time. It's why I hate Twitter, but I'll be tweeting about it. Don't worry, folks. <laughs> well, there's always someone looking for attention. Yeah. Speaking of which, you know, we've got a uh, Ty Bowie special uh, Christmas rendition of "Twas the Night Before <laughs> Christmas." Yes. That'll be coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> it'll be our last episode of the new year. We'll we'll do a nice Christmas episode. So that's something to look forward to. Nice. And until then, as we always say on the show, (laughs) keep it classy. And wash your hands, Rochester. (laughs) (laughs) Please. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Till next week. Woo! Roar!